Welcome to Pop Yak, where we yak about pop culture. Today we're yakking about Blue Lock. This is the anime, you know, if you've seen the last one, where it's Hunger Games Soccer. We finally get to know the situation behind the Blue Lock. It was a desperate measure by the officials at the World Cup. And the guy that's actually the coach of it, his name is Ego. That's how far up his own ass he is. That Ego is his probably his nickname. Also, why aren't you a soccer fucking genius? How come you didn't win the World Cup? I always think about that when I think about coaches. Like that, they're like, oh, this is the best coach. It's like, does he, have they played? Sometimes it's easier to know what you're doing from outside of the situation. You know what I'm saying? Like you can see the field and go, okay, you should be here and you should be there. As opposed to being on the field and being like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. So I kind of get it. But at the same time, it's like, what? where are your rings at, ego? Where are your trophies at? Mr. High and Mighty talking shit to these these teenagers. The OP happened, and it was really cool. It showed everybody going a little insane, and there was a lot of puzzle pieces, which I'm interested to see where that goes. Like, what's the whole point of that as the show goes on? Like, I love OPs because they're like little puzzles themselves to kind of put together and go, okay, so this and this is happening. What does this mean? It most For the most part, the music itself is very, like, manic and very like crazed and then there's a part that it slows down and you get to kind of look at everything and then that's when all the puzzle pieces come into play the big puzzle of the world cup needs one final piece and it's a striker and it goes right here but all of our strikers are doo-doo so we need a new striker one that is the antithesis of doo-doo my boy kira gets to say his final words and he finally gets angry you know, like he was all polite and nice, but he finally gets angry. You see that anger in him. And it doesn't matter because he's been eliminated. Bye, man. He complains that this is not a good soccer drill. Yes, it is. Um, when I played basketball, there's lots of fun little mini games we played to sharpen our skills. And this one, I've never played soccer, but this mini game seems like it's a good way to practice and sharpen your skills. And it's a good way to see some shit. I'm not sure what that shit is. Because usually when you play, like, let's say you play around the world, right? You see which shots you're bad at, so which ones you can improve. And here, you're looking not looking necessarily at the play, you're looking at the people. Because this motherfucker said, you gotta be a piece of shit in order to become a soccer player. He did not see shit out there. He saw you being too nice. And that's a red fucking flag. That means you have to go. Friendship has no power here. Even though they're competing against each other, they're forced to live with each other. So imagine a reality show type situation, kind of like Ink Masters, where you live with the people that you have to compete against. And the whole point of the competition is to be an absolute monster. So I'm assuming it's like the Bad Girls Club, which is my least favorite reality show. My brother fucking loves it. But it's so hard to watch with all these drama queens being really dramatic and mean to each other. This show, I don't think this show is going to be hard to watch simply because the antics are so interesting and all of the characters are so varied. In the Bad Girls Club, every single one of the Bad Girls is the same. I'm not here to make friends, is what they always say. And you're like, okay, Grandma, whatever. (laughs) I'm here to win. And I guess that that's the point of this show as well. But this show, again, they're not all the same. Each character is uniquely different. Like, we have the one guy with the blonde under highlights what is that under highlight like is that a do we do we call those shadows like he has blonde shadows because the highlights go on the top who this guy with the blonde shadows is cute but psycho i think is the name of the trope it's not like a yandere because 
he's not trying to go after a love interest. He's just like that. He's just like trying to be unassuming. And his way of being unassuming is like, Teehee, did I do something wrong? You know, like he's a little bitty baby. And he flips on a switch and he's this fucking monster. He explains that later in the episode when our main character, main character Coon, goes off to train by himself because he's like, look, I don't have time to sleep. Sleep is for the week. And he gets up to go train and Cutie is like, pissing all by yourself, handsome, and goes with him. It seems to me like that was a power move. Not necessarily that he wanted to play, but because he wanted to like explain I'm a motherfucking beast out there. You have a beast in you too. If you don't listen to your beast, I'm going to walk all over you. This is a friendly warning. I know we're not supposed to be friends. This is a fucking warning, brother. I will destroy you, me and my monster. And you have one too. He's like, I have a main character. He's like, I I have a monster? He's like, yeah. The monster is ego. The monster is selfishness. It's the bad conscience that sits on your shoulder with the horns. You know, you're not supposed to listen to that guy. But that guy is the motherfucker that you want to listen to when it comes to soccer and being a good sports professional in the first place. In order to be Michael Jordan, you got to be a motherfucker. That's the only way. Michael Jordan used to make his teammates cry with how he used to berate them. Then also like, oh, you know what you can do to play basketball? Michael Jordan would probably say, pass the ball to me and I will win us six rings. And he did. So that's the whole point. I look forward to seeing the rest of the, the team weaponize their internal selfishness these boys have been brought up on japanese anime they've been brought up on i don't know like prince of soccer or whatever soccer anime there is out there that teaches them the power of friendship and camaraderie and brotherhood that shit has borne weakness into them so we're gonna get that weakness kicked out by feeding them shit by putting them in a room that's made of concrete and if you do better you get better food the one guy that looks like um a skunk he was eating pot stickers nobody else got pot stickers and that's because he was doing the damn thing he is a higher rank than you and then it's explained that the blue lock situation is five parts they're the five they're the fifth lousiest motherfuckers but in the first place the first ranking place they got fucking gourmet meals they probably have feather pillows they probably have a nice old woman to come and make them soup and tuck them in so that's a good way to motivate the, the dirt worst ones into moving up. Speaking of dirt worst, the absolute dirt worst uh, guy with the, he looks like Connie from Attack on Titan. He was like, hey, main character Coon, me and you are rivals. And main character Coon is probably thinking like, I've never seen you in my fucking life. I, you mean nothing to me. The guy that I got my eye on is the motherfucker that threatened me with his monsters, like covertly. This is what, this is kind of what he did last week. Instead of going for the weak guy, He went for somebody stronger. They have to play a Team X in the next episode. I don't know who Team X is, where they got them from, or if they're making the teams from the different blue lock sections play against each other. That seems a little counterproductive. The ones that are shitty are obviously going to lose. But we'll see how this is set up. Team X makes me think of Brand X, which is like always the, the shitty brand that like mainstream companies put their brands up against in commercials. So I would love to see Brand X soccer team play against the lovable losers. And I love that they're lovable losers. We don't get to follow the top team. We get to follow the fucking dirt worst losers. I like that about it. It's more entertaining than if we just saw people that were on top of their game just being gods of soccer, using their key and shit. I want to see these guys, like, develop their key and shit. But that's it. That's uh, this episode of Blue Lock. Can't wait to see what happens next week. Thanks for listening.